Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Hey and welcome. Now, for those of you who are listening in the UK, I have to begin by saying, oh my goodness me, it is hot. I have been sat in and out of the garden, putting ice in places I didn't know I had, and it's still hot. We're just not cut out for it, are we? We're not built for this weather. We're not prepared. We don't have air conditioning. I did almost use it as an excuse to not record this podcast. I had planned to record it. It was in my diary, and then it got hot, and I thought, would anybody care? You know, is everybody going to be too sweaty to put any earbuds in and listen to anything anyway? But I thought that is just a lame excuse. So here I am surrounded by ice and cold drinks ready to talk to you. So let's dive on in with today's episode, which is all about when you're not achieving the goals that you set. So why is this important? Well, if you have ever set a goal and gone for it, and you're taking action, but it still doesn't seem to be working, then maybe there's something that's not quite right. Or maybe you think that everything should be working out. You feel aligned. You feel like it should be happening, but it's just not, and you don't know why. Well, this can often end up leaving you feeling frustrated, like giving up, Just when you could be on the verge of a breakthrough, you're right on the edge of getting through to the other side of where everything that you want exists. And that is such a shame because, you know, the biggest breakthroughs often happen just when you're about to give up. I liken it a bit to the final rep in the gym. It's the hardest one. It's the one where you think, right, I'm going to do 8, 10, 12 reps, however many you do, you're coming to that final rep and it would be so much easier to just give up and think, do you know what? I've done seven and I'm on my third set, so it's okay. I don't need this last one. But if you just push through and you keep going when it feels the hardest, that's where the biggest growth happens. So you literally, when it comes to muscles, that is when the growth really, really happens. And this is true with goals as well. It's a bit like the final test. See, here's the thing that when you set a goal, you've said that you want this and your unconscious mind has been told this is what I want. So it will often test you. You've told it that you want something and it wants to see how serious and committed you are. When you have the option to give in, do you keep going? If you do, your unconscious mind knows that you mean business you're focused. And because of that, you then begin noticing the ways and opportunities to make your goals real. If when those tests come up, you actually put the weights down and say, do you know what? This is all right. That'll do. It gives your mind conflicting messages because you're saying that you want something, but then the things that you need to do to make it happen, you're not then doing. So your mind is a bit like, do you want it? Do you not? And it shows a lack of commitment to yourself. Then your unconscious mind takes that message on board that maybe you're not as serious as you said you were. Maybe you don't want it in the way that you said that you did. And that commitment is then evident in everything that you do. 
So maybe you don't take the action that you could. Maybe don't push yourself to the limits that are possible because it's kind of playing it safe, giving up just when the going gets tough. So the first thing to think about is, are you just working on that final push, that last rep, and you know that you just need to keep going, knowing that if you do, you'll come out the other end. Maybe you're feeling that weight at the minute and it feels heavy, but you know that you can do it and you've just got to keep going. If that is you, then I am with you all the way. I am telling you now, keep going. You know that you can do this. If not, then there are some questions that you can ask yourself to consider what else might be going on. If you've set those goals and you're taking action and something just isn't quite right, something's not working. So let's go through some of these questions now. This isn't an extensive list of questions that we'd ask if you were a coach. There's many, many more that go with it, but this is a great starting point to get the ball rolling to figure out what may or may not be going on for you and see what answers you come up with. So let's do it. The first question to ask yourself is, is the goal still the goal? Do you still want the thing that you first set out to do? If not, that's okay. And you're better to be honest with yourself because going for a goal that is no longer really a goal isn't going to work because unconsciously you're not going to push when the weight gets heavy. It just won't happen because you don't really want it. I had a client, gosh, many, many years ago, who had always wanted a promotion within the company that she worked for. That was the goal that she'd set out to do many years before, and she'd worked her way up the ladder and had a clear path and was committed to making it happen. Now, during her time at that company, things had changed, life had thrown up some events, and the things that used to be important to her were no longer important. One of those things were the promotion working away up the career ladder. That wasn't something that she actually really wanted anymore, but it was something that she thought she should do because it was a goal that she'd always had. Now, she was unconscious of this, so she wasn't aware that it wasn't the goal because she'd written it down and she'd said she was going to go for it. But things had changed, she had changed, and she was still chasing the same goal. So just by asking that very question, is the goal still the goal? Do you still want it? The answer that came to her was no, not really. Now, that's great because we then had the opportunity to look at, OK, so what do you want? So the first question, is the goal still the goal? Then you're on to the next question. So number two, is the goal clear? What specifically do you want? And by specific, I mean really specific. Often goals are not clear. They lack detail. And because of that, you won't know if you're on track or not. If you don't know exactly what it is you're going for, how will you know when you, you get there? To give you a really simple and common example or common mistake that people make when it comes to writing goals is saying that they want more of something. So I want to make more money or I want to lose more weight or I want to find more friends or whatever the more is. And the thing with more is how much more? How will you know when you've got it? And the same applies with less as well. You know, if you say you want to have less time doing a certain activity or whatever it might be, then that brings its own set of problems because that is then focusing on what you don't want and you get what you focus on. So you always want your goals to be set in a way that is focused on exactly what you want and you know exactly what that thing is. 
So if you want to make more money, how much more money? How will you know when you've achieved the very thing that you want? Make it so clear that your unconscious mind and your conscious mind can work together to go out and find ways to make it happen, take action and achieve those very things. So the second question, is the goal clear? What specifically do you want? Okay, next question for you to ask yourself then. Are you the one, I'll say it again, I'll say it more clearly. So are you the one who is responsible for the goal? Are you fully responsible for the goal? See, here's the thing, a goal that depends on other people doing certain things and being responsible for it doesn't work. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be other people involved in the goal along the way. The key here is that you have to be the one that is responsible for it, for the taking action towards it and for the achievement of it. Let me give you an example of what not being responsible might look like. So if somebody said, right, my goal is to have my dad buy me a car or my goal is that my partner is going to book us on a round the world cruise. The problem with both of those scenarios is that the person who wants to achieve that goal is not responsible for any of it. In scenario one, it's the dad and in scenario two, it's the partner. So whilst there may be other people involved in your goal along the way, it may be that you want, you know, going on a cruise, you want to take your partner with you. So they are going along with the goal. You would have to get them to agree to want to go in the first place. So it may be that there are other people involved along the way. And that goes for everything in life, right? Because if you're selling a service, a product, if you're running a marathon, there are going to be other people involved because you'll have to get people on the marathon committee to agree that you can run it. You, you can tell I've never run a marathon. I have no idea what the process is, but I know that there is a process that you have to go through things that are outside of your control, yet you're the one responsible for filling in the application, getting the sponsorship. Same with if you're selling products to people, you know, you can't make people buy something, but you're the one responsible for putting the products together, taking them to market, telling people about them. So the goal has to be your responsibility. So the question is, are you the one responsible for the goal? So the fourth and final question that I'll be going through with you today is, what are the consequences of achieving the goal? Hmm, a slightly different question to what you may have asked yourself previously. So the thing to consider is if it happens, if you achieve the goal, what will you gain? Or what will you lose? What will or won't happen if you achieve the goal? Now, the reason that this is important is because there could be something at an unconscious level, something that you're not necessarily aware of, that is stopping it because the consequences may be something that you don't want or something that you believe will impact you negatively in that area or even in another area. Let me give you an example. So many years ago, I had a client who had a career goal. It was quite a big goal that was going to take a lot of time, energy, effort on her part to bring it into the physical world. She was going to be taking a lot of action. Now, when I asked her this question, the thing that came to mind for her was that her relationship might fail. And she really didn't want that. She was in a very loving relationship and she wanted to keep it. 
Now, this client felt very conflicted and it was very visible in her actions. It was like one minute she was pushing for it. And as soon as things would begin to move forward, she would then begin to pull back. It was like she wanted it, but then she didn't at the same time. Identifying that meant that we could deal with it. There were some beliefs about relationships and what they needed to be to work, which none of them were actually true, yet in her world they were. So she was behaving in a way to support those beliefs. And there was also a lot of fear. She was fearful that if she goes for this career, it's going to mess up the rest of her life. And she was scared that her partner would leave her. So there was a lot of stuff going on. And as you can imagine, that was having a negative knock-on effect on her actually achieving her goals. So the fourth question is, what are the consequences of achieving the goal? Now, with all of these questions, I suggest that you just get a piece of paper and a pen and write down whatever comes to mind. So act as though you have no filter and you're just letting it scribble out. So even the things that you think, well, that can't be right. I've never thought that before. Or that's that's not rational. Get it all out because the less rational it is, the more you know that it's coming from your unconscious mind. And your unconscious mind is responsible for about 95% of what you do. So it's worth finding out what's going on at a deeper level so that you can begin to unpick it and find ways to resolve it. Then when both your conscious and your unconscious mind are on the same page, you become unstoppable. When you have the beliefs and the thoughts that support everything that you want to do, you take the action towards it you feel excited about it. You know that it's just a matter of time before it happens and you show up in the world like it's a done deal. You act as if it's already done. You're just taking the steps so that the world can catch up with you. Then you know that those goals are going to happen. And that is an amazing place to be because even when you're on that last rep in the gym, metaphorically speaking, of course, If all of those things are aligned and you know what that rep is going to give you, you find the power from within to keep going. You find the strength to push through where most people would give up. So to recap on those questions, I'm getting all excited here about goals. (laughs) Can you tell? So recap the questions to ask yourself. First of all, is the goal still the goal? And if not, That's okay. That's amazing that you've identified that. It's okay to let go of what was so that you can begin to work with what you now want. Number two, is the goal clear? So do you know specifically what you want? Number three, are you fully responsible for it? Are you the one in the driving seat of achieving that goal? And number four, what are the consequences of achieving that goal? Fantastic. So I hope you have found this super duper useful. I'm going to end it there and go and pour a bucket of ice over my head because I know that this week it's going to be even hotter and I am a redhead, so I'm not built for heat. But uh, anyway, we'll get through it together. And then before we know it, we'll be moaning about how cold it is because that's what us people in Britain like to do, right? (laughs) So anyway, have a fantastic week and I'll catch you soon. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.